Hey everyone, Jonathan McKinnis here with the Purpose and Performance Podcast, where we're going to talk about topics that will motivate and inspire and help you tap into your purpose and improve your performance in life and in business. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, Jonathan McKinnis here with the Purpose and Performance Podcast, and I'm excited because I've got a very special guest, somebody that actually does their own podcasting, somebody that is a performance coach, and somebody that um, has actually a past client of mine as well, and so I'm so happy to have Dr. Amber Selking with us. She is the founder of the Selking Performance Group, where she builds championship mindsets from the locker room to the boardroom. So she works with athletes at Notre Dame. She works with people in the professional world. Amber is actually the mental performance coach for the Notre Dame football team. And she just exudes confidence, greatness. She speaks um, around the country, I believe. And she's uh, connected with uh, Lippert Components, a, a great company locally. And she does a great job with them as well. So Amber, thank you for being with me. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely, Jonathan. I'm really looking forward to our conversation this evening. Awesome. So what I want to do is just jump right into it and ask you some basic questions. So first thing I'd like to ask you is what do you want to be known for? That's a great question. Um, I want to be known for energy, right? I want to be known as somebody that has just this strong belief that there are plans and purposes for our lives and we can live intentionally into and through those. Specifically, you know, I have a background in human performance psychology. And so my whole thing is just helping people understand the power of the mind. So I want to be known as as the mindset person, right? Person, The person that helped um, individuals understand just the, the power that they have over their own lives and their own world and their own opportunities to live into those plans and purposes when they learn how to think right. So that's what I want to be known for. Again, hope, energy, strength, passion, um, the power of the mind. And, and at the end of the day, known as somebody that has a really strong identity in, in Jesus Christ and my creator, um, and where you get, you know, that, that from that you can be confident beyond measure because your confidence is in something, something much bigger. And you know what I love most about brain science and I don't tell this to everybody and it doesn't really matter. But for me personally, um, you know, everything that we were learning in brain science is also in the Bible. So Mm -hmm. I can, you know, I can preach or I can speak and wherever I am, it's, and and I can weave those things together sort of flawlessly and it, and it really transforms people's lives. And whether you want to believe it through one lens or the other, the science side or the scripture side is really up to you. Um, but you just can't deny what it is that we now know about the power of the human brain and that we can train it and, and we can train it to show up to be awesome on a consistent basis, regardless of who you are, where you're from or what your background is. Man, that is awesome. I noticed on your website too, and this is sort of off the cuff, but you are um, John Maxwell, a trainer as well. Is that correct? You've been... Yeah, so I've been through his program, um, the the trainer coach um, speaking training that he has, and yeah. and it's an awesome awesome program. If you're interested in learning more about either one of those sort of areas, yeah. um, it's just really good material that that teaches you how to do those things and gives you some really great material that that you can leverage in that space as well. That is awesome. Yes, that's actually something that I was like, interested in myself because I'm just so drawn to John Maxwell and some of the things that he teaches as well. I listen to some of his podcasts, as a matter of fact, in the mornings. Yeah, he's uh, a legend. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and so I'm going to ask you the next question. Let's go to the next uh, part of sort of the things. You, you are the expert in this area. And so I want to ask you, what are the most common struggles that you feel like 
many of your coaching students, uh, your clients, what, what they face? Because I know that you might deal with athletes, um, obviously, but you also deal with people in the, in the, in the boardroom, like your uh, website says, the business world. So what would you say is kind of a universal struggle that a lot of people that you coach deal with? Yeah, I think there's several things that usually come up um, initially with individuals when you start working with them. A lot of it, a lot of it revolves around consistency and being yeah. able to show up consistently the best version of themselves. So that's sort of an overarching umbrella, I think, of, of things that people struggle with is just, again, bringing that consistency into how they show up every day. Um, but then from that, right, things like attitude. How do, I, how do I have a better attitude more consistently, right? Confidence is a huge one that, that we often dive in to with people. And again, it's that consistency of confidence. And I would say the, the third or fourth, if you're thinking about them in that way, uh, but the third under that umbrella of consistency is relationships and, and how people again, have consistent authenticity, consistent level of, uh, realness with the people that matter most to them, whether that's their clients or whether that's their spouse or their kids or their friends, um, or even their relationship with themselves sometimes, mm -hmm. honestly. So consistency, I think is the umbrella conversation that I have a lot. Um, mm -hmm. but within that probably attitude, confidence and relationships are, are three things that I hear a lot that, that we dive into with our, with my people. With consistency, that's actually it's so funny. Um, I was just reading a quote this morning, and can't even remember um, who it was that said it. But it was my whole point of of uh, putting a post out on social media was uh, the most successful people are generally the most determined and consistent, and they have a pattern. You, you have a predictable pattern. There's something about being predictable. Uh, I know it sounds like yeah, you need to be spon spontaneous and. Um, you need to make sure that, you know, you, you, you only live once kind of thing. But I think that when it comes to true success, don't you feel like having a predictable pattern is something that people look to? Uh, they look totally for? because it drives, it drives trust. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and even if you're predictably the person that always has wild ideas to generate, you know, a boost of enthusiasm in your friend group or in your mm -hmm. workspace, like that can still be predictable. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the other thing about predictability or consistency really at the neurological level is something called myelin. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've ever read the book, the talent code no. by Dan no. Coyle. You'll love it. Check it out. Your listeners should, should check it out again. The talent code by Daniel Coyle. Mm -hmm. And the subtitle of that is that book is greatness isn't born. It's made. Here's how. Okay. And so they really talk about about how talent is developed at the neurological level. And so um, a, a simple phrase to remember this is what fires together wires together. Okay. And so as your neurons fire different pathways and as you think and do things consistently, that's where you know the term muscle memory comes from. You do right. things over and over again and you build it. It's not muscle memory, it's neuron memory. Um, but even in, in learning how to show up consistently or learning how to get really, really good at your craft, whatever that might be, it takes that consistency because it takes that repeated firing of the neurons mm -hmm. towards something to build a platform that becomes replicable, mm -hmm. um, but even more so replicable under stress or pressure or challenge or crisis. Yes. And that's where you really find out who is great at their craft is when it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Who can still show up? Man, that is good. Yes, you're right. Because you could be pretty consistent when things aren't very difficult. But when things start to get tough, you know, who's going to show up? 
and still be cool under pressure. And that actually leads me to the next question then. And so what do you think sets successful, like high achievers apart from the rest? So like, what, what are the things, the common denominators with those high achievers that you work with a lot? Cause you've, you're connected with a lot of the Notre Dame football team, Brian Kelly, um, Lou Holtz, a lot of the people that, um, we, we know in our South Bend area specifically, but also around the nation for being successful, for being able to, to he, achieve high results. And you did because you were, you were on a national championship or you were on a soccer team with, we Notre lost Dame, in the you national lost. championship oh, game. I'm we sorry, went undefeated. You shouldn't have brought that up. No, I just played. It was a long time ago, but we did. We went undefeated and then lost the national championship game, um, for soccer at Notre Dame. But, you know, I think that, so I have it. I had an incredible advisor for my PhD program in sports psychology, Dr. Yeah. Rick McGuire, and um, you know he he would always say, "Listen, sports psychology is simple. Mm-hmm. It's just learning how to think right, right, right." And so I think high achievers think right okay. about different situations or scenarios. Like, what does pressure mean? So, so you mentioned I have my own podcast. So season two of my podcast was called Mindset Mondays, and we really looked at how do champions think about things such as stress, pressure, mm-hmm. failure, the start of a season, the end of a season, winning, losing, recovery, yeah. right? So each episode was, was a different topic about how do champions think about these things? And because again, if you can learn to think right about these critical elements that we intersect in a performance setting, all of a sudden you increase your probability of being successful in the moment, right? That's and good. that's what it's all about. So specifically, I think, uh, you know, again, if we think this umbrella term, apparently I'm on this kick today of umbrella terms <laughs> and then sub bullets. Um, so the umbrella term is think right. The the sub bullets under that, I would say um, that, that separate high achievers is one, they have a really clear vision Mm -hmm. of where they're going. And that vision isn't dependent upon anybody else necessarily. It takes help obviously along the way and support and mentors to manifest that. Mm -hmm. But, but the vision is very clear on where they're going or what they're trying to accomplish and, and who they're trying to become in -hmm. that process. I think the other thing that they have then, that vision is a grittiness about them, right? Yeah. And grit, I mean, I know the book is by Angela Duckworth has been touted. It's literally just called Grit. Yeah. Um, but 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 high achievers has the, have this grit. And grit is defined as passion and perseverance toward a goal or a je- objective despite pain or adversity mm. for potentially an undetermined amount of time, Yeah. right? So... You know, I'm the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. It sounds sexy. People are like, how did you get that job? Right. Well, for five years, I have been sending Notre Dame football articles and news clippings, not clip. We don't send news clippings, right? Links to news articles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Uh, Okay. So, so, you know, links to articles or um, references to sports psychology at the elite level and mental performance and how it's really being applied Mm -hmm. to help plant those seeds, right? I mean, the harvest doesn't come if you don't plant the seeds, if you, well, first, if you don't till the soil, right? And then plant the seeds and then water the heck out of it for however long it takes. Because guess what I wanted to do? I wanted to be the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football. Yeah. And throughout graduate school, you know, I was repeatedly told not by the people closest to me, thankfully, right. But by most other people, you're never going to be able to do that. You're a woman, you're Mm -hmm. young. Mm -hmm. Football isn't open to this kind of thing. They don't want that. And, and I would just, then I just stopped telling certain people what the vision was and I just put my head down and I worked. Yeah. And, and so, you know, who knows how long this is going to happen? 
stay, I'll stay in that role here, but I get to do this with, with sports teams all over the country and, and mm-hmm. that, that will continue to grow and manifest. But I think that that's a differentiator, the mm-hmm. vision and then the grit to pursue that vision. And then finally that consistency piece goes back to what do I hear from a lot of people challenges with consistency. But I think that those high achievers, uh, again, have that vision they they have that process like you mentioned that they're consistent in mm-hmm. the endeavor and that they're just going to keep going you know yeah. until it happens and that you know failure is part of that process it's very i mean you just yeah i failed cool next up right okay fa- okay didn't get an opportunity there cool next up and um and that's what leads to to creating and living into that greatness that you claim you want to be about do you um one thing that i've that i really underscored when you were saying that is the um, undetermined amount of time. <laughs> I think that's probably one of the main struggles for people. They want to see light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like that undetermined amount of time when it comes to consistently planting the seeds or tilling the soil or watering the the crop, it's, it's, it's a tough thing when you don't know mm-hmm. when you're going to see the fruit of your labor. So I know this is, once again, something we didn't talk about off of, uh, uh, air, but do you have any quick tip on what, what do you do? Do you find somebody like even yourself personally, do you feel like when you, you feel like, man, I just, we all kind of feel like we want to give up at times. There are times, do you feel like you need to have somebody else to positively affirm you? Or how do you, how do you get over that when you don't know when the result's going to happen? What would you say a good tip is for that? So one, that's why it's important to have a clear vision because mm-hmm. it, there's there's light in vision, right? Mm-hmm. And even if it's not at the end of the tunnel, it's sort of yeah. coming from the inside out. That's like true. there's times you got you just got to be your own light. Um, but on the flip side, of course, you have to have people in your corner. When we talk mm-hmm. about confidence and sort of we deconstruct where confidence comes from, having a really strong support system mm-hmm. is, is part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing who's in your corner to generate that. And so my mom was that person, you know, I'd call her and I'd be frustrated and she'd be like, listen, don't listen to him. You're on your mission. You do you, it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And just keep, just keep plowing forward. And what I found over time is that the vision can change. It Mm -hmm. can, you know, you, you have this vision but you can, you only know what you know. And so the vision can only sort of have in it what you can conceptualize. And so as you continue to work towards and walk closer to that vision, things start to, you know, come, come into clear view, right. Or things get added to it Mm -hmm. that maybe you didn't even know a year ago or three years ago. I mean, shoot, I didn't even know sports psychology was a field, right. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, wanted to to have influence in corporate America. So I yeah. went into corporate America right after undergrad and I was discontent in that. And that yeah. discontent led me to uncover the field of sports psychology. Mm-hmm. And so I also believe that you action, action breeds action. And so right. you, you have to have the vision you ha- just have to keep moving forward. And if all of a sudden you realize like, holy cow, this is a whole new, maybe path or, or application of what I thought I was moving toward. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, you know, if you, if I, if I might inject a scripture here, you know, it's, it says his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. Like I grew up in the country. Like I know what it's like to have a lantern out in the woods. (laughs) Like, listen, you don't get to see very far. You just really get to see the next step and maybe enough to not run into a tree limb that's about to whap you in the face. Right. So, but at every step you take, it lights the next step. And so we're never going to get to see the whole journey. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we're consistent in taking those steps towards what we, the vision that we feel convicted toward Mm -hmm. the path will unfold. 
Man, that is so powerful. That is so true. That's there's faith involved with with it. I mean, obviously, there is a calculated uh, risk. I think sometimes, um, but I like that. That's one of my favorite scriptures: "Is Thy words a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path." A, a lamp or a, to your feet is just like you said for that next step. There's faith involved. That is really very important, and it keeps you from getting discontented. It keeps you from, uh, like you said. Um, not knowing the, uh, being okay with not knowing the future, being okay with not knowing what's going to happen, uh, as long as you're, um, I, I guess uh, I would say you're committed to the vision, like you said. So that's really good. So two other, you know, on that when my mom, I she didn't know this quote at the time, but I found it afterwards is like, don't expect them to understand your grind when they don't have your vision. Yeah. Right. And so if you're on a different grind than the people around you, like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect them to understand it. Yeah. Because you're on that that different path. And I think the other thing that is really important is, you know, in pursuit of the vision, we can get, you know, all of us high achievers are goal oriented yeah. and driven. And when you can't see the light or you're not feeling the fruit, you can get really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And um during my dissertation writing season of life, Mm -hmm. um, I was frustrated because I wanted to be working with Notre Dame football at that point in time. And it just wasn't happening. And I was living next to campus and I was so close and yet so far away. And I just remember thinking, dude, you are so fortunate to the only thing you have to do right now is literally write your dissertation. There are people around the world trying to write a dissertation that are also having to work a job and raise a family. And like, I get this little bubble of time to, this is literally all I have to do. Yeah. And, and it shifted my mindset. So, you know, my husband, Aaron, right? Mm -hmm. So when I, when this clicked one day, he came home and I was laying in the pool Mm -hmm. out on a raft in the sunshine, (laughs) reading a book on black masculinity and sport. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm dissertating. He goes, Oh, that looks tough life. Right. Um, but I was able to just reset my mindset yeah. on what that season was. So him and I have had a lot of cool conversations around, listen, let's enjoy the season that we're into. Cause yeah. I think we, in pursuit of the mission and the yeah. vision and the goals, we sometimes forget to be really present and grateful yes. and grounded in the moment right. that we're in. So I just really challenge people to, to whatever season of life you're in, like enjoy it. And yes. if it's a really terrible season of life and it's, hard, like lean into that because the beautiful thing about seasons is they don't last forever Yes, and life is a series of them. And so if we can be super grateful, um, when things are really good in our world, that's amazing Yes, and just love it and enjoy it. You know, we don't have kids right now, so we're enjoying this season of life instead Mm -hmm. of being like, Oh, I feel like we should be doing like should isn't who like in whose mind you know, right, right. um, because then we're going to be in that season mm-hmm. where we do have kids hopefully. And, yeah. um, and that's going to be a crazy different season. Right. And I want to be able to enjoy that, you know, yes. and then, because again, then that season's going to end. Right. And I don't, I just think that that's really important too, that when we're on this journey, that yeah. we really take time to connect to the season that we're yeah. in and yeah, just lean good. in whatever that might be for you. That's, that's a really good, actually we're, we're coming up on time, but man, that is a, probably a good conclusion because for me, and I think for a lot of people that I do know that I kind of rub shoulders with, um, it's easy to not be present. It's easy to not uh, be grateful for that that season because you're always striving, you mm-hmm. know. And, 
And so there's a good time to just kind of rein that in and make sure that you're grateful and, and, and change your perspective a little bit. So that's very good. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. And um, I just want to thank you once again for taking the time to be here. Your wisdom is so awesome. I'd love to just continue to learn more and just soak up all that, your information. So um, could you just share with some of the listeners, is there any way for people to kind of connect with you and and uh, maybe just learn more about you and some of the services that you provide? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a website, www.selkingperformance.com. And on there we have just a, a performance articles that you can read. Um, we've actually got some performance guided meditation scripts that are short, 60 seconds to five minutes is sort of what they range that you can just listen to to help you reset your mind and refocus on the day. And then our podcast is also um, on the website under the performance media tab. But we're also on all the social media platforms. So you can follow us on Twitter at Champ Mindsets. Uh, we're on Instagram at Selking Performance and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group as well. So we'd love to hear from you. I'd love cool. love for you to check out that information and, and see what you can learn and maybe apply to your own life. That's awesome. I know I'm going to do that and I'm going <laughs> to learn a lot more. And so Dr. Amber Selking with the Selking Performance Group, I thank you for being here with us. And those of you who are new to the podcast, please share this. Please subscribe if you haven't. Please uh, rate our podcast as well. And until next time, thank you guys for listening. This is Jonathan again with the Purpose and Performance Podcast. Have a good one. Thanks again.